At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, Dynamite Show, everybody. Uh, Paul Fontaine, Jeff Hawkins on the Fight Game Media Network. Uh, <laughs> revolutions. Do you want to explain what's going on right now as I get deluged with more idiots in my friggin' Twitter feed? Sure, yeah, yeah. Did Jeff didn't like the last I segment of Dynamite. I didn't say it. I said it oh, no yeah, sense. you're right, you're right. I actually, I'm sorry, you never even said you didn't like it. That's I didn't right. say it. And I said it made no logical sense. Shut up and go back and watch your WWE. It's like, what are you people? And it's just the dumbest ones, too. And it's well, because they follow third world Robert. Robert over there. Shut up and enjoy the show. Well, you didn't say you didn't Shut enjoy up and enjoy the show. Your parents yeah. inbred. You know, it's, yeah, a, it's just, I hate wrestling fans sometimes. Not not you all who are listening to this, but other. Oh, no. All our fans are great, but. This freaking show. <laughs> I, Actually, uh, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little uh, more kid gloves on this show than you are. I, I, well, and that's going to be the weird thing is that I'm getting yelled at now on Twitter by, you know, cool guy AEW42 who says. <laughs> I may get, uh, I may I, get canceled after this show because. What? I, I don't know. Like I, not, not like not. That's not what I mean. Like, I don't mean like canceled, you know, like, uh, like, you know, like Kevin Spacey got canceled. I mean, like, um, or whatever, what, uh, you know, there's people like, I, I mean, like, I mean, people may not like me anymore <laughs> because I didn't like this show. And uh, we'll, we'll uh, like, talk it through. We'll often, well, yeah. And usually when I say I don't like a show, by the time we're done our, our review, I like it. And when I say it shows the best ever, by the time we're done our review, I've, I've tempered my thoughts. So maybe that'll happen here. But oh, uh, I know what set them off. I said that they were booking for moments instead of logic. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah. true. They, they, they literally said it on TV. What a moment. Yeah. 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 God. And and it's a moment. No, no I wonder, think I no saw wonder advertisers. TNA. No, hold on. No, I, I gotta get this out of my system. No wonder advertisers hate wrestling fans because y'all are stupid. <laughs> Not you listening. Not you listening. Uh, this is the general you. Yeah. I am. I am so angry right now, but uh, I'm trying wow. to get in a better mood for this. <laughs> um. So we sometimes start with like news of the week, but I have a feeling that uh, we may get enough out of this show that we don't need to do that. I have we a piece wanna... of news that, that relates to AEW though. Well, we want, we also want to preview uh revolution at the end of the okay. show. So um, that freaking rundown that Excalibur did. Oh my God. Yeah. That was a lot. 
Well, no, it wasn't just a lot. It was all over the place. And even he was like, oh, we're going to turbo the, the, the revolution now. And it's like, yeah, I think he was this like... stuff thrown at him, like literally. Slow down. Um, anyways, what's your news? Uh, PW Insider today uh, reported in a developing situation that could have quite a negative ripple effect on upcoming events. And I put, oh, I know, I think okay. Forbidden Door. Yes, CMLL. The United States work visas for nearly 20 CMLL stars in Mexico are in the process of being canceled by the United States government. Once that happens, it could take months for new visas to go through the approval process and be issued. These include Volador Jr., Hechicero, Mascara Dorada, Blue Panther. All the people AEW's been building up for the last month. Yes, and uh, far be it for me to say this. This sounds like something that Vince would do back in the day, like drop a dime on the. <laughs> on, well, I mean, it doesn't have to be Vince. I mean, this no, is, it doesn't have to be Vince. Nick Khan could do. Nick Khan would do. That's too. what I was saying. I was saying yeah. something. Maybe somebody from the Fed dropped the dime. Because to me, I thought Forbidden Door this year was going to be CMLL and AEW. That's what it was looking like for sure. I mean, because there's really no interest in New Japan. I mean, what are you going to David Finley against Jay White? We got you know, half like, of, we got actually, half that's not a bad match but... for AEW, so it doesn't matter. No, well, that's the thing. Like Akata and Osprey are their yeah. big draws, right? Um, I mean, there's there's matches you could do. Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, Riddle against, you know, Osprey, for instance, you know, like stuff like that. But I don't know if they want to be booking Riddle after that interview today on uh, Hell Wine. Did you, did you hear about that? Yeah, I, I read I read oh. snippets of that. Oh my god! Which is interesting. <laughs> Somebody, somebody's blaming Conan. Uh, <laughs> you know, no, but Jason I, I like, says it's CMLL yeah, incompetence. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, C- Cubs yeah. fan is is solid on on the lucha yeah. stuff, so I would believe that. And um, and honestly, I mean, this was bad. Yeah, yeah. Never, never attribute to uh, was it? Never attribute to. Uh, um, uh, Occam's razor. D- no, never, never, never attribute to deviousness. What you can attribute to stupidity? Yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah um so yeah so that i mean yeah that's i mean that could be huge stupid my twitter feed continues to oh (laughs) and tony uh you know he's got all his eggs in the cmll basket and uh he may have to find some new eggs (laughs) um yeah this this could be an interest especially since he's it looks like he's bumping it up for uh yeah he's for arthur ash is that that's gonna be doing it in arthur ash right i like august or whatever no like june June, okay, yeah, well, yeah, June, yeah. summer, yeah, and then that, and then like moving it off a of TV onto pay per view, right? Uh, I like guess our so. Well, for yeah. for Ben Door is 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 a pay per view, so yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and and also they're uh, um, supposedly uh, they're adding another pay per view in April, uh, something to do with Dynasty, of course. Whatever. And they moved they moved the uh, Winnipeg. April 10th show saw that one to May 1st. So yeah. I assume my guess is that that April pay-per-view is going to be that week. And that's the reason why they didn't want to do a show in Winnipeg. The week of their pay-per-view would be my guess. Um, and uh, I, I thought so, the Winnipeg show would probably revolve around Kenny coming back in some way. If he, could. well, it could be that too. And you know, that gives him another three weeks. So yeah, um, it's possible. I mean, he was on uh what did he host some video game stream and he looked pretty good. Looks like he's dropped like 30 pounds, but you know, he looks healthy and looks good. Um, looks like Regal's kid's brother. Remind like, me, did he have the surgery or did they just decide to wait on it? I don't know. 
I okay, thought I sure that he was waiting for the surgery and then, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, so, I mean, if, if he's still waiting for the surgery, then, I mean, he'll, he could make an appearance in Winnipeg for sure. And I'm sure he will, but I don't think he's going to be wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, Jericho, I'm sure is going to do something. He's probably going to freaking pull some guy he wrestled in, you know, IWA in 1992 and wrestle him in the main event of dynamite on the go home for a pay-per-view. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, yeah. So, um, oh, and then another thing. Okay, and this will kick into our show review. So last week when we last spoke, yes, uh, we heard from Kevin Ely, who was at ringside, <laughs> and uh, Hangman was, yes. uh, you know, he was hurt. His, yes. his ankle was hurt. He was, he was cussing me, up a storm. Cameras, mm-hmm. don't film me. And uh, so all the all the people that do shows like us, you know, like you know, within an hour or two after the after the dynamite's over, all reported this injury. And then it came out that Hangman, he's just quote unquote really good at his job, mm-hmm. and was faking an injury off camera that played into nothing. Um, well, except, yeah, okay, go ahead. Except Tony Khan uh, on Monday or Tuesday says. Based off of the rumors of an of an injury to Hangman Page this week, Hangman Page will address his his uh, status for Revolution on uh, Wednesday's Dynamite. So that's what we are left with, right? That's what he advertised, right? L- l- let me backtrack you a little bit there too, because people okay. jumped all down Sean Ross Sapp's throat, um, and and even Dave's about this. Apparently. There might have been something going on where Hangman might not have been able to make the pay-per-view, yeah. so they needed yeah. an out. Uh, something personal. And I'm just like, guys, if they're doing an angle to do that, fine, but that doesn't... Sean Ross have just, just said, I've been told this. Yeah. He didn't He didn't get... Brian, uh, Brian everybody Alvarez was like, he's wrong. Eh, eh. You know, it's yeah. like, guys, you know, he's getting second-hand information about the thing, and he's just saying, this is what I've been told, and we all thought he might have been injured, too, because we saw it, it was just an unusual spot, and I'll get into this when we talk about the mat, or when we talk about the first uh, first segment here, but it's, yeah, continue. Yeah, so, yeah, so they they, they advertise this for, for tonight's show, and uh, so Tony Khan in Storyline, yes, I guess, right, because it's on, it's on Twitter, so that's canon. <laughs> in Storyline, he books a segment to kick off AW Dynamite where Hangman Page is going to come out and address his uh, his status. Right. So he comes out, they show highlights of last week and they show mm-hmm. the stuff that we didn't even see. So, you know, even though he was cuz I don't think the stuff they showed was stuff that made camera or if, if it did it was very quick. But I uh I don't think, right. I think you're correct on that. Yeah, so he's he's got a crutch, he's limping mm-hmm. and uh he's very somber. Yes. And uh almost babyface-ish, you know, in his promo. Very. And uh, yeah, and he says, um, "I gotta find my notes here. I feel like an idiot for typing all this up, but um, crowds chanting cowboy shit at him." And yep. he says, "Doesn't look like a promising start to my speech. I don't say this enough, so I'll say it. This was a new endeavor for my friends, this AEW wrestling, but mm-hmm. it was a goal to me to make the most of what was laid out in front of me. Winning the world championship in 2021 was the biggest accomplishment in my career. Everybody cheers." That's why it hurts so much to have this opportunity in front of me again and have this. And dude's almost crying. And he says, when AEW decided that the world championship would be decided a three-way match, I said it was horse shit. They bleeped that out. And I meant it. I said it should be a singles match, but it looks like I had the wrong two competitors. I'm going to apologize to Swerve or Show Joe, but I tell you the truth. I'm always honest with you. 
this Sunday at Revolution, I will not be able to compete. His exact words. Mm-hmm. Okay. Spoiler alert, he's lying. Yes. But he flat out said, I will not be able to compete. Later on, Joe comes out and he says, I don't know what's going on with you. I don't know if you're going to be here or not. Like, uh, so Joe knew he was lying. Did Tony Khan know he was lying? Did Tony Khan know whether or not he was cleared? He knew trust the guys verify. The, he knew the guys ahead. in the Meat Madness match were 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 not competing, so he had to change that. But 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 he gives Hangman a, a segment to kick off the show to address his injury status. So in Tony Khan knew that Hangman was faking it and was just trying to swerve swerve. Am I am I right? He basically okay. This is what you're getting mad about because I would think I there'd be something bit. else that would be be bugging well, you. Well, right no, there's more. But, but, but I'll I'll circle I'll circle, I'll big, circle, circle back to that when I okay. get that. Okay. Well, okay. well, should I go into swerve or do you want to answer that question? No, I, I want to kind of answer both questions and go into this because okay, the, the thing that doesn't make sense that you're looking for here is why did he fake the injury in the match? Yes, in storyline. Now, no, I in, mean, in, I mean, in the actual match, in the six man last week, we know why he did oh, it for why why he did it. Oh, for you know, for the angle he, yeah. purposes. So the but whole why did he reason he in, faked this whole thing and and set off the internet on a blaze so he could he could come out swerve the next with a week crutch. and hit swerve with a crutch. That makes but, no sense. But, yeah, that's it. Like that's all he did. Like this guy drank blood. But this this guy, segment itself. Yeah, he goes in and goes. I need to make an announcement, Tony. Can I get some time tonight? Sure. So he 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 faked out Tony. Tony thought yes. he was going to pull out yes. the match. Okay, yes. okay. Now there was an out here where during Swerve's speech, I thought, okay, maybe in if I'm playing along, Hangman <laughs> really is hurt. Okay, he's not going to wrestle on Sunday, but he got so pissed off with something that Swerve said that he snapped, and and I'll get into it. And if they would have done that, I would have been okay with this. But Swerve comes out. He's out with a mic. And he says, this last six months, and he's smiling at him. Crowd's chanting, Swerve's out. He goes, man, we've been to war. I've tried to kill you. You tried to kill me. Might have crossed the line a couple times, but I didn't expect this to happen. I targeted you because of what you accomplished. And, and to say I didn't respect that would be a lie. He says, the funny thing about fate is you can't escape it and you can't stop destiny. My destiny awaits me this Sunday at Revolution as I go on to become AEW World Champion. At this point, him and Hangman and Swerve are face-to-face. They look like they're about to hug. Crowd's chanting, hug it out, I think, at one point. Cue Joe's music. He comes in, he goes, destiny? You guys talking about destiny? What do we have here? Two bigger enemies trying to hug it out, huh? He says, a lot of lies being told here, so let me correct them and tell this audience a few truths. I'm the real man around here, first off. Secondly, I don't, even though I don't understand whether you're in or not, Hangman, or should I call you Hop Along? <laughs> That's a good line. I like that Yeah, line. sure. Uh, I hear you called. I hear you being called two young, hungry competitors, but that's ridiculous. You're hungry, accomplished wrestlers. What you need to realize, you're only hungry because of me, and I'm starving you both. I'm Samoa Joe. I'm the AW World Champion. And whether it's one or both of you come revolution, I'm going to whip both your asses. So, like, Joe, I guess he doesn't believe Hangman? You didn't sure him? have to believe him. I mean, he's a wrestler. I mean, Joe is basically a smart heel here. Yeah, and, and Swerve's a dumb babyface. 
a, a um, little bit. But so Swerve it, says, so Swerve grabs the mic. He says, I'm someone who went from unemployed to headlining pay-per-views. Someone who went from being a cruiserweight to wrestling for the heavyweight title. And this is where he says, I broke into a man's home yes. and threatened his infant child. Yes, and they spoke, they turned, they, the camera flashed over to Hangman and his facial expression changed when he said that. Mm-hmm. So to me, they could have used that and said, like, when he heard that, he snapped and he's going to, but then that made him maybe make him a baby face. I don't know. You know, and they don't want him to be a baby face. You're but, overthinking this a little bit, but you're okay. on, you're on a good track here. And let me, let me go. Uh, number one, okay. I actually liked this segment in terms of execution. I hated it. In terms of, in terms of the, uh, yeah, you said it was like a Russo like swerve. And I was just like, no, this is wrestling. This is what it does. The problem was somebody gave him, Swerve some bad notes because Hangman played it well. Hangman's the disingenuous babyface. He played his role to perfection because he's like, you know, being very sad. Hey, I'm not gonna be able to make it to Greensboro, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Swerve's problem was he went a little bit heelish in here instead of saying, hey, you know what? Bygones be bygones. I'm gonna beat. You know, he didn't. You know, it, 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 they were playing that line between Swerve still being. He could have even said, "I'm going to beat Joe, and when you're ready, I'll defend you." Yes, yeah. no, no, like that. that that's what I was getting at. He he okay. could have done that, but then people would have jumped on him for saying, "Well, he hates the guy. It was he's been a blood feud with him for six months." I get that too. So they're trying to toe that line of both that he's that he's both a babyface, but he's also a a supreme. You know games master and, and and whatever in terms of the the heelishness that he was doing before and not going so far away from the heelish stuff that you forget it and and you know retconning it where it's like i'm a baby face and now i'm completely good they're doing that whole shade of gray thing and it didn't work to me i thought hangman was great and i thought joe was great i just thought swerve was the missing thing here because he's obviously the baby face here and he keeps referring i mean he keeps referring to heel stuff he did so it's like they're they're trying to make him they're trying to make him a smart baby face by making I, him stupid in some way. So here here's my bigger issue with this. We spent I don't know how long this was, 15 minutes on an opening segment here and the main event of last week's show. Okay. For what? For what? For build. What, what build? All it they did to the three to the three way. No, because also Hangman could hit him with a crutch. Yes. That's it. That's it. That's all he did. He didn't lay him out. He didn't open. He didn't bloody him. These guys he knocked him out. He knocked him out cold, even though he came to. I didn't like yeah. him coming to necessarily. But now you have an excuse. I, I will where say, he was knocked loopy. And if he loses, it's because he wasn't at 100 percent between that weird six man match at the end of last week's show and this segment here. I'm less interested in this match than I was two weeks ago. I don't disagree necessarily, but, I, I you know, this is pro That's what I'm this, saying. this should have happened. This should have happened maybe three weeks ago or so. And then or they just continue to build the three, and then they just continue to build the three people going in and stuff like that. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm less tough on it than you are. I actually, I'm okay you know, with, I'm I'm like, okay it's with a fine attack. professional wrestling. I don't think you needed angle. to have a swerve if, if you, you know, like I guess you know. And and can we? Has Hangman turned yet? 
because I was I told think he has this is the official turn. I oh, think this, this is it. Okay. Okay. Because last week when I questioned why he was teaming with two baby faces, I was told that I don't pay attention to the show and he's still a baby face. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, look, yeah. look, I'll, I'll give you some of my fans right now if you'd like. No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I, I've read your comments. So, yeah. So uh, he says, uh, you know, after he made that comment, he said, uh, I'll take your title. You might want to go back to commentary and wearing a poncho again. It's funny that he said that because I just watched some matches from that WrestleMania. Uh, I laughed like, at that. I thought that was a good line. Yeah, but then you're also reminding uh, your fans, you know, that he was Yeah, old. I mean, yeah. Joe was great here. I mean, he was, the, he was. Joe was the best part of this whole thing. I, he he was, because he's not an idiot. Yes. Um, so he says, I'm on the verge of making history this Sunday at Revolution. I'll become AEW World Champion. And then in mid-sentence, that's where Hangman attacked him, and Joe smiled. The announcers like all of a sudden churned on Hangman after they've been like just behind him the whole time. He's like he's uh he said he's faking it, and then Hangman screaming at him, uh, "You will never have this championship." But the staging of this was good because they put on tight yeah. shot on Swerve, no, and, no. and there wasn't any of the WWE. You know, no, you didn't like you didn't getting, see it coming you know, from a mile he, away. Yeah, yeah, you didn't see it coming from a mile away. It was good. I liked it. Yeah, I. Like I said, I, the attack was fine. I just, the whole setup I thought was unnecessary. Okay. I thought they could have done another, they could have found another way for Hangman to lay out Swerve. That's all I'm saying. You know, like he could have walked out on that tag match last week. To me, that would have been better. You know, he could have walked out on the tag match, left his two partners to face the three heels, and then attacked Swerve after the match. All right. You know, you could have done that. And then done a promo this week to say, you know, like, I don't even care. I don't want that title. All my goal is to make sure you don't get it. Like, cause that's his goal. Like, I don't even think he wants the title. I don't hangman. Like that to me seems like, you know, the, the character of hangman page doesn't even care about this title. All he cares about is making sure Swerve doesn't get it. Mm -hmm. You know, it, and maybe I'm not paying attention to the show, but that's what I feel like. <laughs> that's um, like WWE too much. Yeah. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker. Engineering your success. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Uh, so we, uh, so they tell us that we're going to a promo with the bucks, except they, they go to, um, to, to the parking lot and, and there's a, a limo arriving and out, out gets Matt and Nick and Nick's in a pink suit, pink hat. 
And uh, Matt says, you ready for work? Let's clock in. And then they walk into the building and uh, the camera's following them. And it's like, I'm wondering how long this is going to go. And then they, they just magically run into Renee. Oh, and this was earlier today, I think, is what they put up on the thing. And Renee walks them to, the, to Huntsville, says, ahead of your match with Sting and Darby, uh, last time I saw you, you were having an interesting business meeting with Ric Flair. And uh, Nick says, yeah, it went great. And uh, she, he asks if Renee sees Sting. And, uh, and then he says, as this is his final Dynamite appearance, we're just dying to thank him for his con- contributions to the company. And uh, we want to do a little exit interview with them. And they bang their baseball bats. And then Nick asks the cameraman to follow them. And uh, they leave and they're going, Sting, Stinger, Stinger, where are you? And this was a show long thing where they keep coming back to them. And it was uh, the Bucks trying to find Sting all night. Uh, yeah, Renee wearing one of Hardy's shirts. Yeah, I didn't uh, write down what Renee was wearing. I didn't really. Looked like she me. was wearing chaps, but they were just jeans with holes in strategic places. Yeah. Um, I like wasn't the her sp- best fashion night. That's all. I like. <laughs> know a lot That's about all- women's fashion, do you? Um, I know what I like, <laughs> and this wasn't it. I liked the staging of this. I like that she staged the interviews for when people come in to go to work. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's, that's kind of clever. I, I I do. I thought that was kind of cool, you know. And and I like these kind of show long angle type things. I, I yeah, it'd be better if they were with better actors, but true. But you yeah. know, I'm 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 taking it for what I can get. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, the the yeah the show long thing is good because it reminds you that we're going to see staying and and you know it's theoretically is going to keep you. Because every time they come to the box, you think, "Oh, maybe we're going to see Sting this segment." So, yeah, you know, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna keep watching. Because I, as I said in our little chat, there was a point in this show that I would have shut it off if I, you know, if I didn't have this show to do, or if I was just watching as a fan. And then, but the only reason I was keeping, besides this show, is because of Sting, because I wanted to see Sting's last appearance. So, you know, but I, if it wasn't for that, I would have shut it off at, mm-hmm. at different points. Um, so we got highlights of. Uh, uh, Brian Danielson and Jun Akiyama, which happened on Collision for some reason, and uh, <laughs> I mean the match was fine. I, it was okay. Yeah, it was fine. It wasn't. I hear. Oh, um, yeah. So we got uh, Blackpool Combat Club. I guess this was set up on uh, on in that match. Uh, again, they probably explained it too because I skipped through the highlights since I'd seen the match, but. Um, it was uh, John Moxley, Claudio Castagnoli, and uh, Brian Danielson against FTR and Eddie Kingston. So, yeah, after the uh, Akiyama match, Danielson uh, pretended to respect Akiyama, but then he low-blowed him, and then Kingston didn't like that, and then it turned into the BCC attacking Kingston. FTR made the save, and that set up this match. So um, so they had this match, and this is a six-man match. All these guys are great, um, but... Uh, I don't know. I didn't like this match very much. They went through two commercial breaks. The work was good. I'd say the best spots in the match were when um, Cash was, you know, the babyface in peril. And then, you know, he's great at that. And then then he tags in Dax and then they just redid the whole thing again. And Dax was the babyface in peril. So that stuff was good. I think that was all before the second break. After the second break, this match fell apart. And I, when I say it fell apart, I think it was by design. Like, but what happened was Claudio, like Claudio um, gets Kingston and he does the, um, the, the swing, right? The giant swing. And then Danielson uh, 
drop kicks him mid swing, and then he goes for the cover. And then the story of this thing was like Danielson and Kingston kept trying to like steal pins. Like whenever they saw the other guy was down, they would just jump in and get a pin. But at this point, like we got Claudio and Eddie in there and then Danielson does that drop kick and then he does the pin. And I'm like, I have no idea who's legal. And then all of a sudden everybody's in the ring and they're all brawling and they're all chopping and they're doing these choreographed spots where like, you know, all the, the, the BCC are doing, or no, it was Eddie and FTR are doing the Kawada chops. And then the BCC are doing the elbows of death. And they're just going back and forth and they're doing all this choreographed shit. The ref is trying to get the non-legal guys out of the ring. And he's like going to each one. Nobody has any idea who's legal. And this went on for, I'm not exaggerating, at least five minutes. Where all six guys were in the ring doing shit. And the ref was just there and he might as well just thrown up his hands. Twan Mack asks, is this an ODQ match? I have no idea. I don't think it was. No. Um, and uh, so eventually we had a spot. And, and I will also say this. The crowd was hot at the beginning. They yes. were going nuts for these guys. By the end of this match, this crowd was deathly quiet. Like they got <laughs> no idea what's going on. Like nobody does. And uh, so they, they, babe, yeah, they, uh, where, where, I'm trying to get to the end here. Danielson. Okay. So they did the spot where everyone's hitting their moves. And then finally Danielson does a Busaku knee. And then he hits a Saito suplex on Eddie does another Busaku knee. Then he says, I'm going to kick his effing head in. And then he kicks the crap out of him, puts on the triangle, does a Nate Diaz pose. And, and the ref uh, stops the match. Uh, Eddie passes out and that's that. So, you know, the, the BCC wins, and they run off through the crowd, and uh, I just I didn't like it. I don't know. I, I and I will say I gave the thing four stars. Like, you know, like the work was good. I just none of it made any sense. It doesn't make sense in the world of this is a go home show for a pay per view. So you'd think that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, and I'm reminded because, like, I I I have Ole Anderson brain right now. Oh yeah, and, and 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 to me, you'd think the Blackpool Combat Club would target one of the guys and work on a body part or something to try and put him out of the match. Well, they kind of that, that, that to me sounds like times. a little bit, but you know, I I agree with. I think this match was a little too long. I think it was a little too cute with with you know all three getting their moves and then all the heels get their moves yes. and stuff. Yeah, I I I don't like that spot because yeah. I, I mean, look. If you had this in the wrestling of my youth, the baby faces all put on the figure four on the horseman and, and this crowd goes wild. Instead, it's it's and now the heels who aren't really heels because everybody cheers the Blackpool Combat Club get to do their elbow thing, too. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and then it, and then it kind of turns into a WWE six man tag where everybody gets a big move to clear somebody out of the ring. Yeah. I, I'm I'm with you a bit. I mean, but this is this is a general complaint I have about modern wrestling too. Where, it, where well, it that is, like... I mean, that is a thing with modern wrestling, and we we actually had this chat in the Discord because one of the one of our younger guys, and I think he listens to this show. Um, I'm not sure what his he actual name is, but he's cult <laughs> cult of squared circle in the in the Discord. Uh-huh. He's a young dude. I think he was born in the late '90s, and. There was, uh, I think Rhea Ripley had a tweet that she sent out. It was something about how she didn't like fans that boo when. <laughs> oh, like, this, this is yeah. No, I know what this is about. That a bunch of people booed. Uh, uh, Nia, right? fa- uh, no, Alpha Alpha Academy. 
girl. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Maxine. Maxine. Yeah. And it's like, uh, you know, how how dare you do that when she's, you know, trying to improve, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know. You know but, I, but it's it's the new fans. Like, they don't it really is. boo baby faces and heels or not even, like, who they like and who they don't like. They cheer, like, moves. And, yes. and, 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 you know, and this is awesome. And, or you effed up, you know, we want tables. Out of it. It's we the ECW fication of, yes. of wrestling as well. And happened. it is like, it's, it started with ECW and then like, it kind of continued into ring of honor now. And, and that's what AEW is built on. Yeah. And so now, I mean, and then this brings you to like a match like Takeshita and Will Hobbs, where you got two heels and they're going to go out there and have the match of the night and everyone's going to cheer everything they do. And then they'll do whatever angle they're going to do. You know, Will will probably turn babyface. But I mean, at this point, they're both heels. Yeah, the love there, there's because... a lot of this weird stuff tonight where it's just yeah. like they're trying to toe the line because people like yeah. people, and so yeah, people don't cheer babyfaces and don't boo heels. They no, they cheer who they like and they, they boo cheer who they don't like quote unquote good wrestlers and they boo yes. bad wrestlers type of a thing. Yeah. Now, if you can get a guy like Hangman, you know, they can actually get him booed, even though secretly people probably like him. Because yes. of, you know, but I'll bet you anything in that match, they're going to be cheering him. People play the part move. of the crowd. That's what they're doing. When, they're, when not, they're not the crowd. Hit, but Hangman's yeah. going to hit that buckshot on Swerve, and people are going to cheer. <laughs> like, at some point, you know, and then Maybe. Joel break it up. Unless, he, unless, he cheers, unless he cheats beforehand, hits it, and then everybody starts to boo because he's going to try and Maybe he does the low him. blow, and then he hits yeah. it. Yeah they, yeah, they might boo. But, but I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll cheer when, you know, like when, they, when people hit their moves. Like, they cheer because that's what they do. But anyways, yeah, so this was... Uh, I don't know. Uh, and then Daniel said he wouldn't release the hold after the bell. And then he finally did. And then he said to the camera, Sunday, Eddie, your ass is getting choked out. And then he left through the crowd. So, I mean, you I know, thought my... it would have been more dramatic if Eddie had, if, if the ref had stopped it during the kicks to the face. Yeah. Yeah. They could have done that. But then he, you know, Danielson got his thing. I think they really made it on thing, thick yeah. because Eddie's probably beaten him. On, yeah, uh, no, that's why I'm, I'm figuring too. But still, at the same yeah. time, it's just like I, I think it's you know. But I'm 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 looking for what gets more heat. Yeah. And the thing is, this is this is more of a cute thing that Danielson does to the audience type of a thing, where it's like now I'm gonna play heel for a little while, you know that kind yeah. of thing. And you're just yeah. like, okay, yeah. And he 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 doesn't do the I'm gonna kick his. He doesn't say fucking head in anymore. He just nope. says head in because nope, it's now PG. Yeah, because uh, they they're bleeping everything now. They uh those AW uh WBD people they don't uh, like this TV fourteen stuff anymore. Um, they showed some highlights of uh, Chris Jericho from very early in his career facing Atlantis, uh, in CMLL, and that's setting up a match for later tonight with Atlantis's son Atlantis Junior. Um, for some reason I don't know why, but I guess it's a match Jericho wanted. Uh, and in fact that's what they said. And then they went to an interview with Rene Paquette and with Jericho, and he's wearing his old Corazon de Leon uh, jacket, mm -hmm. uh, leather jacket. And she asked him about the match, and he says, 30 years ago when I first started wrestling in Mexico, I got thrown in the deep end very quickly. I got put in with legends like Bestia, Negro Casas, uh, Atlantis. He mentioned a few other names. But he says, I requested a match with Atlantis Jr. to replay the favor. He says, I'm going to show you a few things you've never seen before, a lesson in violence. I'm going to show you what Chris Jericho can do, what Corazon de Leon can do. And then he said about 30 seconds of Spanish, which they didn't translate. And then he smiled. And that there was, was an Ocho in there. Um, yeah, I'm sure there was. Um, this I, interview made no sense to me. 
No. I'm going to be honest with you because it, it's it's one of those things where it's like, and it missed a, it missed a moment for me. Because I thought, because uh, Chris Jericho was in full on podcaster mode, I would I would call yeah, it one of that fake yeah, thing. Yeah. He could have given an honest thing about, you know what, back in the day when I was in Mexico, this guy took me. Why is he threatening a friend's kid with violence? I don't know. Like, this is what this I should don't have understand. been baby face versus baby face. And this yeah. came off so heelish to me that I went, what is Jericho doing? And then when they here? did the match, both guys were heels. Yes. Oh, it's like, made no sense whatsoever to me. I'm just kind of like going, okay. Uh, yeah, like why, I respect why, you so much. Why, and... why is he not saying, you know what? When and and at last asked, you know, for for his first match in the states, even if it's not, we'll say it is. You know, wrestle his son, and I would be honored to wrestle Atlantis Junior, the son of my former tag team partner in CMLL. Or he could have went the other on. way and said, "This guy treated me like crap when I was young, yes, and now I'm going to pay his son well, back." See, no, you can't because he 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 just turned babyface, you know, God, a while cares. ago. I mean, you don't want to make him Orndorff or he's just going So then back why did he pull forth. his mask off 10 seconds I, the I, Again, <laughs> again, you were bringing up salient okay. points yeah. that, that, that apparently oh. Twitter hates me for oh now. Oh, my God. I, I, I haven't even just... looked back, but I'm, I'm sure I have about 60 mentions now, and I don't care anymore. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, I thought this should have been straight ahead. You know, it's an honor. We're going to go in there. We're going to have a match. And I'm not going to take it easy. Tell- and I'm not going to take it easy on you. And I'm going to, you know, I'm, uh, you know, just because you're my the son of my former tag team partner. And then at the end of the night, we'll shake hands. That yeah. kind of promo, you know, the what I call the Brad Armstrong promo. Yeah, that's all yeah. Brad Armstrong ever did for a promo. Really was, hey, I just want to have a good competition. And at the end, we'll shake hands. Be, you know, whatever. Just that's what I wanted. I want. I wanted honest Chris Jericho. I want him being, you know thankful for his career and somebody who meant so much to him being at that arena that night. And, Oh, I get to now wrestle his son, much like Atlantis took me under his wing. I'm going to now take his son under my wing and show him a few things in the ring. That's all he had to do. And instead it's, I'm going to show you violence. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to beat the crap out of your kid Atlantis in front of you, in front of you. Yeah, I, they didn't even actually point out that he was going to be at ringside. I thought they should actually mention that, but I don't know. I so uh, we go to commercial. I'm sorry, this, this made me more mad than anything on the show, to be honest. Oh, really? It was the oh, Jericho okay. thing, yeah. Now there's a there's a lot. So uh, so we go to break, we come back, and Tony Schiavone's in the ring, and Excalibur's like joking with him in the headset, and I didn't, didn't really see the point of that. He's like, I don't care what anybody says. I think Schiavone's a great guy. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but he says, uh, so he says, there's great wrestlers all over the world. Many of them are coming right here to AW, but none is bigger and better and more exciting than Will Ospreay. And he calls him down to the ring. Fans go nuts. He hugs Tony. He's all smiling. And Tony says, Will Ospreay is all elite. And then he says, how you doing, Huntsville, you cheeky scalawags? And he says, thank you very much for this reception. He says, I told you in November that I had obligations fulfill well my obligations with new japan pro wrestling are all done so i took myself to vegas for 10 days i got pissed with the misses it was great he's just in his glory and then he said delta lost my bags but they found them and he said so i'm here now he says i look like kermit the frog on leg day because he's dressed in all green and uh, he's like he says i'm here an explanation paul appreciate that he says i'm here for full-time work i'm all elite bruv and fans are chanting osprey 
And he says, but some of you are forgetting, this isn't my first rodeo here. My first pay-per-view match, I beat Orange Cassidy. I went over to Canada. I beat Kenny Omega in front of 13,000 of his own countrymen. I pinned the very first AW World Champion, Chris Jericho, in front of 80,000 fans at Wembley. So make no mistake, the territory might be different, but I'm rolling with the Callis family and everything's running smoothly. <laughs> what? Hey, remember I beat three of your favorites and I'm a member of one of the big heel stables here at AEW. Yeah. Yeah. Osprey, Osprey, Osprey. Yeah. So Hugh Callis. Who Callis approved? comes out. No, hold on, hold on. We can't move on. Who approved this promo? That's what Will I want to know. I... Well, Osprey did. I you hey, know it's... hey, remember when I beat Orange Cassie, who's gonna be on here later wrestling yeah. your big baby face Remember champion? I beat Chris Jericho, he's wrestling remember the main event. Chris Jericho, remember I beat Kenny Omega? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and, and uh, I'm a member of the Callus family. Let's give it up for yeah. Don. I'm rolling with the Callus family and everything's <laughs> running smoothly. <laughs> so yeah, so out comes Callus and uh Taz puts over his entrance music. <sighs> and uh uh, he's out there with Hobbs and Takeshita. Everyone's smiling. They all hug. Uh, so Osprey hugs Callus. He hugs uh, Hobbs, but he kind of gives Takeshita the side eye. And Callus uh, says, "There's nothing more I like than a Don Callus family reunion." Osprey's got this big smile on his face. When I think about the talent, I think about Fletcher, Hobbs, Takeshita, and Will Osprey. An embarrassment of riches. You talk about all these what we accomplished together. And uh, you said, Don, how are we going to top that? He says, I put you in the ring with Jericho. You beat him on the biggest night of your life. We're going to top that by having a match of the year, Will. And the fans are chanting, you suck. And he says, we're going to top that by having a match of the decade. And in order to do that, I need the two best rope-to-rope wrestlers in the world, the alpha, Konosuke Takeshita, and Will, by God, Osprey. And he said, this is just like when Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen would go hard in practices but then they come together and they win championships. So it doesn't matter which of you wins. The real winner will be the Don Callis family. And Will's just, yeah. And he shakes hands. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I got to remember a key point is they didn't charge money to see uh, Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan practice. <laughs> but just, if we're Although turning- someone pointed out on Twitter, if they did, they probably would have made a lot. Well, Pippen and Jordan didn't really like each other either. You know, it's, That's uh, it's true. one of those. Well, things. I'm not sure these guys like each other either. I mean, in real life. Uh, oh, yeah. I think in real life they probably do. Let's. There's more, but yeah. I know, but if they're turning Will, why don't we just turn him here? I don't know. <laughs> why doesn't Will just say, hey, great to see the family back? Kyle's having a visa issue. So, so is that why he's not in. there? Yeah. How many champions do they have that where's, can wrestle? Well, yeah. Where's Sammy? I don't know. No, th- no, no. That's what Will should be asking. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, where's Sammy? He was here last time. <laughs> yeah, he was part of this family last time. Boom. Instant. Yeah. Instant. Yeah. Quest. Callus has to explain himself. Can't. They just beat each other up. And so we get this stare down. And it's a goofy stare down because Will's like, oh, you're so much taller than I am. Oh. Or he could have done like, you know, as soon as he said that I did this for you. And then Will's like, hold on a second, bro. I beat Chris Jericho, not you. Yeah. I mean, I liked the yeah. babyface part of this Will thing, but at the same time. 
then yeah. it took a turn and you're just like ah, all right cool but you know what but but hey shut up and enjoy the program I, so well that's it that's like i don't do. think anybody cares he's gonna go out there he's gonna have a match of the night dave melcher's gonna give it six stars yes uh the the family's gonna turn on him after the match will's gonna come out next week on dynamite say bruv 15 times and everyone's happy and then they'll set up his next program with kazgushka okada probably yes yeah uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, so they just stared at each other, and then Osprey extends a hand. Takeshita shook his hand, and then Will tries to walk away, but Takeshita pulls him back, and then Takeshita does the same thing, and then Will pulls him back, and Callus is smiling. He's, this is great. He says, "You're both the best," and the crowd's chanting for Osprey, and <laughs> Callus is trying to get them to chant Takeshita at the same time. That was funny. Yes, uh, I like that yeah. too. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was it was so. This weird. should be your main event heel stable. I'm sorry, it's just still one of those things that gnaws at me. Even though, even though the undisputed kingdom ain't doing all that much either right now. So yeah, yeah, I uh, I don't know. Did you see that Will Hobbs uh, Sammy match on Rampage? Yes. What'd you think of it? I hated it. <laughs> I. I didn't mind it. I was just going. We are a week away from a pay per view. Well, this is yeah. and wasn't it was it was it collision at Rampage? Or no, am it I was wrong? Rampage. It was it Rampage. Was Rampage? It was, okay. It well, was, I watched it. Oh wait a minute. No, no, you're right. You're right. It was it was Collision. Yeah, right. it was Collision. And I'm going. You're killing yourself for this many fans when this should be a pay per view type of thing. Well, not just that. So that they, they did a spot near the end of the match where, um, Stammy puts Tobbs on some tables, and Hobbs lays. And yeah. he lays there, and yeah. he lays there. And Sammy yeah. takes forever to set up this giant freaking ladder. Mm-hmm. Finally gets to the top of this ladder, does his dive 20 feet in the air, puts Hobbs through this table, right? So Hobbs was so hurt that he had to lie there for five minutes waiting for this thing. Within 30 seconds, they're both up and fighting in the ring. And less Go home, go minutes, home. <laughs> less than two minutes later, Hobbs put him through a table and won the match. Yeah. So that move was so devastating. Yeah, the logic. Paul, Paul, we are in the indie, okay. uh, indie realm of uh, of major companies now. Where, like, I would have liked them to have sold that. You know, but yeah. I don't know. Look, I'm all about selling. Nobody sells yeah. anymore. You know that. I know. Uh, so we go to the back, and it's Renee with Eddie Kingston, and she asks him about Danielson. But before he can say anything, the Bucks show up, and uh, and then they start talking, and Renee's like, "We're live, guys!" And then Nick Nick looks at Eddie, and he's like, "He's like, why can't you just show up for work in proper clothes?" And he says, "Like, am I gonna have to find you?" And then Matt tells him, "You're gonna need to work on your presentation. You should be wearing a sports coat." And then he looks at him and says, "Should we and have to a dress code and here?" Tim's. That's the part I laughed at too. Yeah, Taz is like really like hoping that they don't do a, a dress, dress code. code. Yeah, and uh, and then. Uh, and then they, they leave and they're like, Sting, Stinger, Stinger, where are you? And uh, Eddie just shakes his head and walks off. And uh, I, I keep not the best use of Eddie for me because Eddie's a talker. So I want to hear him talk. I want to hear him respond. Well, I wanna... Okay. So this brings me to two things I wanted to say. Although this gets Eddie, heat. So Eddie Kingston won best promo in the Wrestling Observer Awards. And uh-huh. your Dave Meltzer pointed out that, like, he never. All he ever does in his promos is whine about how he doesn't get enough promo time. Yes. And and Danielson actually pointed that out in his promo on, I think it was Collision. Yeah, it was Collision. He, now he had the perfect deconstruction of an Eddie Oh, Kingston my God. Promo. I was just like, preach it, Danielson. Preach it. 
I uh, I was yeah, that was one award I kind of questioned. Uh, I actually voted for Will Osprey, believe it or not, bruv. Um, I just I just love that dude. Um, all right. Next up, we got an open challenge for the AW International Championship. It's an open oh, hold challenge. Hold on, did, even... did the Bucks segment? Did, did this end? Oh no, did this? That's ended with Eddie staring. I, I was saying, yeah, there. We yeah, had the, already done the next did, one. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. We, sorry, we get more Bucks later. Yeah. Um. So uh. Yeah. So we get the open challenge, and it's it's an open challenge, even though they've already announced the opponent and they'd advertised it earlier in the show. I don't really understand. I don't think they understand what an open challenge is. But anyways, it was Orange Cassidy against Nick Wayne for some reason. And uh, here's what it means we're going to book what we're going to book. Yeah, and you're going to like it. (laughs) And you're going to like it. Yeah. Uh, Tony mentioned the death of Ole Anderson. He says we're heartbroken. He also mentioned Soul Train Mike Jones, a.k.a. Virgil. And Taz agreed. Excalibur said send their best to their family and friends. So Nick was out there with Mother Wayne, Killswitch, and Christian. Did you see them at ringside? Mother Wayne is like a head taller than either of them two. He's also I don't wearing know like angle heels though too. Yeah, yeah, but it was a really weird visual, um, and uh, so I, I thought that was weird. But uh, eventually, uh, Christian got involved. He pushed Cassie up the top rope, and the ref didn't see it, but he kicked them all out anyways. And uh, they went through a break. They come back from the break, and the crowd was dead. So that tells me they weren't too into this match. And it was, I would say, it was borderline an enhancement match for orange Cassidy. Nick Wayne didn't get a ton of offense in orange Cassidy hit all his moves. Um, they did. He did get one, um, one reversal that they did, but he would, Nick Wayne didn't even get to try his, uh, whatever is Wayne's world. Um, but he did hit a dragon suplex at one point. Uh, and then, uh, out came, uh, Oh, yeah, so the kingdom showed up. They distracted, and that's when he hit the dragon suplex. But then out come Trent and Rocky, and they start brawling with the kingdom. So I assumed at this point, if they haven't announced it yet, they're going to announce an ROH tag team title match, either for the pay-per-view or for the pre-show. It's going to be the kingdom against Trent and Rocky is what I'm assuming. Uh, Wayne removed the top turnbuckle pad. Not exactly sure why, because it didn't play into anything. Um, out comes Danny Garcia, and that distracted Nick Wayne, and Orange Cassidy hit his uh, orange punch and got the win. That's fine. I think I might have liked Daniel Garcia to have run off Christian and company. Yeah. Just to, and, just to plug and, that on the go home show. But I, I assume they're but, probably going to do that on collision. But they had already been, uh, they'd already been kicked out. So they weren't there. No, that's true. I, I No, this is fine. Yeah, it was, it was a uh, cromulent. There, there, was, there was too much shenanigans. There's all night. There's too much shenanigans yes. going on at ringside. It felt very Connecticut. Another reason I hated this show. Um, and actually, Connecticut doesn't do it as much anymore. All right. Um, all right. Shut so up and we, enjoy your show, Jeff. All right. Cool. Back to Renee with the uh, Bang Bang Scissor Gang, or Scissors Gang, as Dave Meltzer calls them. So you talked about their big win on Collision, and uh, you're starting to gel as a group. And Jay says, yeah, we are gelling. And he says, I was apprehensive at first, but uh, we had our wires crossed, but I'm all in now. And then Billy, uh, they asked Billy, and he says, Max, what was going on with your rap? And Max is like, did anyone notice? Max screwed up his rap something fierce. On, yes. Uh, yes. And and I think they're trying to make us think it was on purpose now. Because Max was making faces in the background afterwards. So I, I think this may be leading to a heel turn by the Acclaim, but I'm not positive. Uh, Austin uh, says, we should have Austin and the Acclaimed wrestle on the collision now. 
And then and then Bowens is like, no, 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 no. Let's do the acclaimed and Austin Gunn. And everyone's like, yeah, that's great. So it's the second straight time Austin Gunn has suggested something, and then someone else suggests the exact same thing, and everyone agrees with the second person. I'm not exactly sure what the point of that is either, but um, and then uh Jay White says, Everyone loves the acclaimed, bang, bang, and uh and Austin is like doing the gun symbol to the camera the whole time, and he doesn't do the bang bang. So that was weird. I'm not. I think I'm reading too much into this. I don't think they have any idea where any of this is going. I think but. everybody just wants the turn already. Yeah, and I don't From even what know I can tell turn on on who. my fans, and you're just like it, it, it's not. This isn't the comedy gold that they think it is. Not even close. I actually think. <laughs> I, I don't mind them, might... too. I, I think the thing is, you know what's really missing? It's missing Juice Robinson. Yes. I think we may end up with Max Caster and the Guns as a team out of all this. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know why, but I just, I, I just, I feel, it feels like Max Caster's churning, and I don't think Anthony Bowens is going to churn, so. I also just I don't, don't think Jay White makes a very good baby face in this role, because he feels, everything no. he says seems disingenuous right now. He should do the reverse promo of what Swerve did. I yeah. went from headlining a pay per view to to homeless doing, doing scissor scissoring with the with the uh, with the Bang Bang Scissor Gang in backstage segments. Um, Booker <laughs> of the Year, Tony Khan. Oh no, he didn't get Booker of the Year this year. He got second. No, he did place. not. Or promoter. He should have got promoter of the year. He really should have. But I don't care. Yeah, I know <laughs> about the Observer well, Awards. I really speaking don't. Speaking of don't care. Um, we got Chris Statlander and Sky Blue. Uh, this was the uh, rubber match for them uh, because I guess they've each won one match that they've had in the past. I could have sworn they've wrestled like 50 times, but it feels that way. Doesn't twice. It? Yeah. yeah, it does. Chris was out with Willow and Stoke, and uh, that would play into stuff. And so they, you know what? They had a match. The match was actually, I thought, not bad. Like, you I, know, they were... I'm the same way. I'm, yeah. I was not offended by this match. No. I got into it with people last week. Everyone was complaining about that Deanna match, saying it was like the worst match in Dynamite history and all this stuff. And it's like, I, I mean, it was, it was. I thought it was. I mean, oh, I've seen worse matches on Dynamite. Yeah, it wasn't great, but I mean, it was fine. It was, you know, there was a botch spot at the end, but you know, I was just, but no, I mean, man, it was, that match sucked. You're an idiot. Oh, whatever, fine. This match, I'm sure we're gonna hear this was bad too, but it wasn't. They had a horrible finish. But other, yes. than that, other than that, it was fine. Horrible so, finish and horrible synergy, but continue. Oh, my God. So, well, I'm not even going to bother with the match. I mean, whatever. They you know, Okay. They, Julia Hart was Julia Hart was at ringside as well. And uh, <laughs> so they did a stare off on the outside, but then Willow got in the way. Uh, Sky gave Statlander a drop to hold on the steps. They go back in the ring. Sky hit a Canadian Destroyer, which I don't think we've ever seen, even though it's pretty much the same thing as a Code Blue. Um, rolled her up for two. Sky went to the second rope, but Statlander recovered, flipped her off the ropes. Statlander hit a DVD, but Blue, Blue kicked out. And Statlander does that WWE shocked face. And so she's in the corner, and she's like all shocked that she didn't get the win. And Stokely's got a chain. And he's like, come on, take the chain. The ref's staring right at them while, while this is going on. But uh, she doesn't want to take the chain. And then she, the ref gets, uh, I think it was, I think it was Aubrey. Uh, I keep saying she, but I don't know if it was what it doesn't matter. The ref it was is Aubrey. Um, it was Aubrey. Okay, so yeah. the ref is arguing with Stokely about the chain, and while that's going on, Julia Hart runs into the ring, nails uh, Statlander with her uh, TBS belt, and then Sky hit the code blue and got the win. 
and uh and then uh Stokely is on the outside and he's got the boo-boo face on. And Willow had the same face as Stokely, even though the announcers were trying to tell us that Willow and Stokely were arguing. But they weren't arguing. Like, not that I saw, unless there was stuff that wasn't on camera. No. I, I've been saying all along that I think Willow and Stokely are turning on Statlander, and I'm more convinced of this now. Like, I think Willow was in on this, and she wanted her to use that that chain, and she didn't. And they're, someone's which, turning on someone. Which would but, be a mistake, because people want to oh, cheer Willow. Totally. But uh, Sky Blue hit a code blue from the top rope at an indie show this week. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good for something. her. Uh, the thing that drove me nuts, though, was Tony Khan congratulating Sky Blue on the win using the TurboTax move of the week or whatever synergy they're doing. I'm oh, like, yeah. we're now celebrating the fact that she cheated, cheated to, win. to win. Yeah, I just I just went, you know, when they, was... used to do, when they used to do this for squash matches and stuff, at least the heel was facing a... Uh, a preliminary guy and hit his move. And that was the move of the week. Instead, we get the move of the week after Julia Hart knocks her silly, which we're having included in the move of the week. Yes. It, yeah. It wasn't just the, the code blue turbo tax wants you to cheat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's something to that. There you go. <laughs> there's a message there. Turbo tax <laughs> is telling you. Yes. Cheat to cheat. win on your taxes. Cheat to win on your taxes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's a good one. You know what? You might you might have uh, clicked into some uh, subliminal messaging there. And when the uh, IRS brings you in for the audit, you go, "Well, that pro wrestling show." <laughs> so this um, this set up uh, what for the pay per view? Uh, nothing. Okay, just making sure of that. Um, unless it's because... Julia, unless they're going to do like Julia Hart versus Statlander on the pre-show, the three-hour pre-show or whatever. So Statlander loses to Sky Blue to set up, and she gets title match out of that. Probably, I don't. How know. does that affect the rankings? <laughs> Are the rankings dead? Already? Are the rankings dead? <laughs> I think they might be. I think they might be. Uh, we didn't. We haven't heard. I, I think two weeks. We haven't heard about the rankings. Um, no, it's. I think it's actually. Yeah. yeah. Because they, yeah. they alluded to, they they haven't shown any of them, but no. they alluded to them like two weeks ago, and then they. Well, the last time we got them was when when the Bucks had that fake graphic that said they were the number one contenders. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and that was that. I think that's the last time they mentioned the rankings. Um. Yeah. Because I mean, you might be right. Statlander may get a title shot out of this, or Willow maybe. Um. So here's where we went back to the Bucks, and they're looking for Sting. They finally found his locker room. These freaking EVPs are dumb they don't even know where their guys dress but they finally found the locker room and then nick's about to go in and matt says hold on a second remember you saw that promo last week he's out of his mind and he's crazy and he says if there's one thing for sure nothing's for sure so we got to be ready here and then nick's like yeah okay we're ready so they go in and there's a bunch of black bats hanging and there's a mirror there and they stare at the mirror for a godly long time and that's it this whole thing was to lead to them finding a room full of bat, uh, baseball bats. For a member Barry sing on Sting's last promo from Nitro. Yeah. 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 So, which is fine. I don't mind that part. It's a callback. I really don't mind that part of the callback. Except, how many people do you think knew that? Uh, everybody who's, uh, no, trust me, everybody knew that because everybody's I didn't online know that. and everybody knows things. 
I didn't know that. Oh, I, I knew know. it looked familiar. I didn't, I didn't watch the last Nitro because I'd already tuned out by then. Well, I I I watched what they showed on Raw. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, Shane in the ring. Yeah, I don't I don't even know if um, they were even airing Nitro anymore in Canada by that point. Okay. Um. Yeah, I yeah, certainly I wasn't this... watching live. Yeah, but so when I mentioned bats hanging from the ceiling, and I said they were black bats, there I should also mention they were baseball bats hanging even though like i think the symbolism is that they're bats yes you know it's clever wordplay way to explain the joke yeah uh i don't think it was supposed to be a joke i don't either. I think it was supposed to be brooding and and the bucks were yes. supposed to be worried and... actually i think it was just supposed to be a reference to the last nitro that's it yeah yeah well uh so we got our in-ring main event of the go home show for revolution yes Chris Jericho and Atlantis Jr. <laughs> um, We've already talked about this match. Can we just move on? Well, yeah. I liked yeah. the match overall. I did. It was just, it I just, didn't. it just, it just, they kept changing who was babyface and heel throughout the match. They it were. Okay. So, I mean, I wrote down a bunch of stuff, but Jericho tried to tear off the mask and then Atlantis, seconds into the match. Seconds and then Atlantis the tried to choke out Jericho with the towel. Yep. Yep, he sure did. Uh, less than two minutes into the match, Tony Tony Schiavone says, and I quote, this is a direct quote, and I'm not sure who he was talking about. He's executing some very, very good moves very, very well. <laughs> I swear to God, that's what he said. Um, Why we pay you the million dollars a year. Yeah, that's, I mean, right up there with what a maneuver. I wrote down three different points points in in this write-up of all these moves what is the point of this match like so the whole idea was jericho wanted this match from the second that they announced the cmll partnership right they told us that over and over again why is it happening tonight like why did this match have to is it i'm assuming it's the only week they could get him in or something but maybe they could have done it on Rampage or Collision. Can, can, or, I, can I say something? Or not? I think possibly because as a favor to Jericho because he's not on the pay-per-view. He is on the pay-per-view. Is they he? announced him. Yeah. Doing what? Yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get oh, to it. Oh, God. Is he part of that gauntlet match? He's he's part of the formerly known as Meat Madness. Oh, God. Yeah. Then I have no idea. Yeah. Other I, than it's other than it's near the southern border. And so maybe it would be Birmingham, Alabama is close to I, Mexico. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know my geography, but I, I don't know wrong. Alabama geography, to be honest with you. So let either, me let but... me let me take a look. Okay. So <laughs> Birmingham um, to Mexico. Oh geez. they actually during this match they promised that they were gonna show on countdown, they're gonna show uh New Japan footage of Sting. So that's that's kind of cool. Um just looking to see if there's anything interesting. There's at one point that there was a very light "This is awesome" chant. Uh, I wrote down that they, those people were lying. Um, Jericho, do you see the one spot where he did the ten punches in the corner and he threw like punches that Hulk Hogan would have told him to lay off? Yeah, like those punches were like, yeah. I oh my god! And then yeah, they did the spot. We we've now become uh, AEW is now in some ways, while they're while they're trying to quote unquote regroup and get all this talent that they're gonna sign in for this new push for number one or whatever. 
it's become a vanity fed for the legends right now. Oh yeah, you think? Edge I know, and... I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. Edge, it's like... Okay, Edge is gonna put over all the young guys by beating them. Uh, Danielson is gonna wrestle all his Japanese heroes. Right. Uh, Jericho's wrestling Atlantis Jr. on the go home in the main event of the go home show for a pay. The Clout Vampires come back, yes, just because. Um, you know, and then Tony's just gonna sign every free agent that WWE doesn't want. Yeah. Um, I, I that's not fair. He outbid them. I that that was a that line was not fair. Strike it, delete it. Garrett, if you're listening, delete it. Okay, he outbid WWE for Okada and Osprey and Sasha and everyone else. Yes. Um, yeah. He has WWE. money to burn and they're gonna burn it for him. The only you know what it actually the other way. The only people WWE gets is 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 the guys Tony doesn't want. Um, so, uh, yeah, he went for the Judas effect, uh, junior reversed it and he did something called a law on Tina, I think, or something like that. Atlantis was going nuts at ringside. Jericho countered out, put on the walls of Jericho and, uh, Atlantis junior <laughs> tries to make the ropes. Oh no, I got it. I got to do this. So Jericho puts it into the lion tamer before he's even got this move in Atlantis throws in the towel. And uh, and and Excalibur puts over. Oh my God! There's no way Atlantis Jr. would have given up. So he did. He had to save his son. And blah blah. blah. This was like a second. Like <laughs> he was in this move. Um, like I guess they got the go home call. Like I'm assuming this match was long. It was boring. It was pointless. And the ending was dumb. And the ending was dumb. You said you liked it. I no. I, I you know. Uh... Like is a strong I, term. Okay, I I was not offended by it up until the end, where he has him in a, a airplane spinning backbreaker move, and, and all of a sudden Jericho can reverse it into the walls of Jericho. Yeah, yeah. What? What a great champion! And why does Jericho is. need this win? That's the other thing. I mean, our, we're not going to do gotta build up for me crap goodness. with the CMLO guys, are we? Because we still have a AAA relationship to think about. Well, and, and CMLO who can't send any guys in now. Yeah. <laughs> all we're, we're putting all these guys on TV just for them to, oh. next time they go to Mexico, they won't be able to travel here. Remember like three, four months ago when, you know, we had all these matches with like El Hijo del Vikingo and Commander and Roosh and Penta and Ray Phoenix and all these guys that they were building up and they're doing all these great moves. You know why I haven't seen any of those guys? Because the CMLO. Because we got to see Hechicero and and Soberano Jr. and Atlantis Jr. No, we're gonna and... we're gonna put all the AAA guys now on Ring of Honor. <laughs> uh, no, because it's it can't be the same show, and oh, Ring of okay. Honor is taped on the same thing as Collision. All right, so yeah, like these guys are all getting paid to sit at home, which I'm sure they like. Um, but We're yeah, in the I mean, Nitro era again in so many ways. Remember the C two? No, the Cruiserweight class or the Continental oh that classic? one Continental classic, Continental classic, yes. classic? Yes. yes, yes. If I'm to be believed, I think Eddie Kingston won, so he got over. Daniel Garcia is the one that that got one win and that's all he talks about everyone else in that tournament might as well not even existed roosh got a bunch of wins we yeah. haven't seen him uh andrade is over in wwe um <laughs> doing promos Bro well, what am brody i going king? to be what am i going to be now it's like <laughs> brody king is you know he's around but he got wins. Yeah, he's doing his house of black garbage but like i don't 
I don't know what you know, but yeah, the Daniel Garcia got one win and and it changed his life. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Atlantis checked on Junior after the match, and man, I got to say this: Atlantis Junior sold that. Atlantis Junior Jericho. was selling like an Academy <laughs> Award winner here. I, yeah. I not even. A, I'll even go. Did you think he was going to low blow Jericho? Al Pacino oh, was yeah. saying, "You're laying it on a bit thick, Atlantis Junior." <laughs> did you think um, he was? Did you think he was going to low blow him? Like it I thought look they were like going to turn on him. I thought the two yeah. of them were going to beat him down. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it felt like. But no, Jericho helps them all up. The crowd gave polite applause. Jericho landed. Hey, we words. both cheated on each other. Good yeah. game. Good game, yeah. <laughs> uh, this goes on forever. Oh, and I didn't point this out at the beginning. Um, I'm this show more than I thought. I almost I tweeted out at the beginning, uh, what's up with this Jericho entrance? But I knew better. Because he didn't come out to Judas. He came out to some weird, I think it was White Zombie. White zombie. Yeah. That's White Zombie. Kids. And White Zombie's playing after this match forever. And these guys are in the ring forever. Yeah, like, it felt I, like Angle was coming. And I thought, yeah. like, maybe the CMLL guys will invade and beat him down or something. Nope. No, well, maybe they were supposed to, but their visas didn't clear. <laughs> oh, um, so Excalibur mentioned that we got a huge weekend coming up. And then yes. he starts his rundown. So the former Meat Madness is now a scramble. I, some sort of superstar scramble, I think they called it. It's a nine-man thing. I wrote down the Jericho, Powerhouse Hobbs, Lance Archer, Wardlow. So, okay. So I think they're going to do a gauntlet rap- match. No, I think it's just a scramble. A scramble oh, is everybody okay. in the ring at the same time, right? Oh, thank you. No, you're correct. I was trying to yeah. figure out what a scramble was. So on it was either Rampage or Collision. They put up a graphic for Meat Madness. Yes. And it was Wardlow. It was Hobbs. Lance Archer, and it was Hobbs. Yeah. And that was it. Uh-huh. So everyone who assumed it was a battle royal, like as we did, then they saw that graphic and they said, oh, it's just a triple threat. But then Tony Khan says, due to multiple injuries to competitors in the meat madness, we're putting that on ice and we're going to have a superstar scramble instead. And then the three people that he's advertised for meat madness are in the superstar scramble. So I don't know what the hell's going on. I there must told, have been some people that were going to be in the match and now are like a surprise, but who's who's a surprise that's a big guy? Jeff Cobb? Um, or they were just going to announce things. But, I mean, what difference does it make? They didn't announce anything. So why didn't they just, you know, I guess because some of these guys aren't meaty? Like, you know, because out of the names, I mean, the only one, well, Jericho and Hook are the two. So why don't you just take them out? <laughs> do just do Hobbs, Archer, you know, uh, Wardlow, Cage, and find some more guys and just keep meat madness. I like, figured it out. What's that? Cheeseburger wasn't available. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, then they're gonna have a qualifying <laughs> match on Collision to get the last spot in this thing, and uh, it's Penta and Dante Martin. So that's fun. So so he's doing his ran, he's doing his rundown. So he mentions the uh, the nine man scramble, which is on Revolution. Then he says on Rampage, we're going to get Magnus and Matt Seidel. <laughs> okay, and then on Collision, we're going to have Pentel Zero Miedo and uh, Dante Martin for the last spot in the uh, Superstar Scramble at Revolution. Doctor Revolution, we're going to have Will Will. Ha- or Will Ospreay and Keshta and FTR against John Moxley and Claudio Castagnoli. But first on Rampage, we're going to get Rugdio against Claudio Castagnoli. Who's Rugdio? I don't know. You tell me. Um, then we're back to Revolution. Uh, Eddie Kingston and Danielson for the Continental 
crown and Tony Storm and Deanna Perrazzo for the AW World Women's Championship. But first on Collision, we're going to hear from Tony and Deanna. Then back to Revolution. <laughs> like he, this, he's going over this. Like, and there's an eight man tag in there that is the most random thing I've just, ever seen. We'll get to it. So I swear, Tony Khan must have just been throwing this stuff at him while he was. Who talking. is Magnus? Because all I think of Magnus is is Nick, Nick Aldis from TNA. No, Magnus, it's Magnus, and he's ah, a CMLL wrestler. Thank you. Uh, he he's he was on the recent Fantastic Mania tour. I've seen him a few times. He's he's not bad. He's what you would expect. I'm sure he's good. It's just one of those things where it's like you're gonna get Magnus versus against oh. Matt Seidel for some reason. Wow. Um, Revolution, uh, back to Revolution, Orange Cassidy and Roderick Strong for the international title, the TNT title, Christian Cage and Danny Garcia. But back to Collision, we're going to get Orange Cassidy, Trent, Hook, and Daniel Garcia against Brian Cage, Killswitch, Roderick Strong, and Christian Cage. So two cages on the same team. And uh, I assume Killswitch will probably be added to that scrap. He might have even been in the scramble. I don't know. Um, and then back to Revolution, uh, triple threat match, Hangman Page, the liar Hangman Page, as they've now christened him, against Samoa Joe and Swerve Strickland, and Darby and Strong against the Jacksons. I think they're. I think we're not allowed to call them the Young Bucks anymore. I think they're Matthew and Nicholas Jackson, AW EVPs. That's so fine. That is the card, and we'll uh, talk. We'll just give our quick predictions once we're done this rundown. But uh, so Excalibur's finished that rundown and he went through it way faster than I just did. And uh, they introduced the Bucks and uh, the Bucks come down and they're all in their glory. And they found some fans at ringside and sting masks and they start taunting them. And it turns out Darby's one of them and he attacks them, but he quickly gets his ass kicked. Yes. <laughs> what a baby face. Yes. Now continue through this whole thing. So Excalibur asked where's Sting? And I wrote down, they've been advertising all night. There's four minutes left in the show. Where is Sting? And uh, Matt's choking out Darby with a bat. And they set up the EVP trigger. So I figure, okay, Sting's going to make his save. Nope, they just hit it. And then the crowd is hating this. They're booing. Matt attacks him with the bat. Nick's celebrating. Crowd's booing. And it looks like we're just waiting for Sting. And Matt starts calling him out. But instead, we get Ric Flair. And he does his whole entrance. And keep in mind, like we're we're at the top of the hour at this point, and uh, he wanders out to the ring. He's smiling, does his strut. People are wooing, taking a Bucks... sweet ass time getting that <laughs> oh, ring. Yeah. Bucks are still attacking Darby. Rick threw off his jacket, and he he's dressed like Will was. Will was. You earlier. might call Will... this a run in. I call this a shuffle in. He's he's the uh, he's he's Kermit the Frog that wasn't on leg day, and uh, he's wearing green shirt and slacks. And Rick took a bat from Matt Jackson, and, and they're all like, yeah, hit him, hit him. But instead, he poked Nick in the eyes, and he punched Matt, and uh, and they sold it comically. But then Nick low-blowed Flair, and they start attacking Flair. Fans are chanting for Sting. Nick Jackson celebrating. And then finally, Sting's music hits. So the ja- the Jacksons are all ready. They, get, they go up on the stage. They got their bats. They're waiting, and they're waiting, and they're waiting. And the crowd, like, the... The uh, the the camera is like focused on them, like so. The camera is on top of the ramp, and so you can see the ring in the background. And you figure, okay, Sting's gonna come out from the crowd, or he's gonna come under the ring or something. And then all of a sudden, they shoot to the sky, and Sting's up in the rafters. So it's a 
call back to WCW and he descends from the Raptors and the fans are going nuts and the Bucks are still waiting. <laughs> and then eventually they turn around and they see him and they're all scared. But like, what difference does it make? He could have come in through the, through the it's ramp. Or he could have one. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and then, but then he comes out and Darby's come to by this time. Cause it took forever. <laughs> And Sting intercepted with the bats, <laughs> and he beat all them with their own bats. Darby did a coffin drop. Fans are chanting Sting. Uh, he gave uh, Nick Jackson a death drop, and then Rick came to, and the Bucks just walked away. So let's let's play a game here. If this were real, yes, your plan. All right, Darby, <laughs> you're gonna go in this crowd. And you're gonna wear a Sting mask. With these other guys, and they're going to make fun of you for wearing the sting mask. And then you're going to take the sting mask off, and you're going to get the crap beat out of you for a while. But don't worry, Ric Flair's backing you up. (laughs) Because obviously when they have you on the ropes, they're going to call out Flair to do something to you. And then Flair's going to come in. And save the... No? Okay. They're probably going to beat the crap out of him. And Darby's probably listening to this plan and go, okay, when do you come down and even the odds? Oh, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) After they're walking away from beating your ass and beating Ric Flair's ass, then, then I will come down from the rafters to save the day. (laughs) Yeah. This... This is where my problem was. I was just watching this, and my thought was, are they setting up Darby for a heel turn here? Because that's all I was thinking when they were stomping the crap out of Darby. And Sting's yeah. not there to help. Why are they Sting have the held into the middle during the attack? Exactly. Why do we have Ric Flair involved in this at all? Yes, because the Ric Flair spot should be in Greensboro. Yeah. And I still think Rick's probably going to turn on Sting in the match. Yes, he's going to, you know what he's going to do? He's going to, oh, you know, I saw the error of my ways, Bucks, now I'm going to help you. He's yeah. going to, and he's going to fail. And yeah. then he's, they're still going to hug at the end of that. Oh, Rick, oh, yeah. you old scallywag. Scallywag, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. I just, I, I, this made no sense. This no, and the, no and the Bucks, like, I mean, they literally walked away on their own power. Like, and they I'm getting even screamed beat. at on Twitter by 15-year-old morons who tell me to enjoy the show. <laughs> just just watch your wrestling. It's not you know what they've done is they they've incepted the entire Vince McMahon thought process where it's not supposed to make sense, combined with the work rate of, you know, I'm just doing this for my spreadsheet so that I can vote in the top 10 at the end of the year with a bunch of other people. It's it's the worst of both worlds for me, Paul. That's my problem here. It's like I'm watching this, I'm going. If this were a fight, look, I wanted to see Darby and Sting getting into a fight with the Bucks and getting separated and going, okay, we're going to wait until the end, and I'd be hyped for this pay-per-view. And instead, what I got was, hey, remember Nitro? <laughs> or, again, you could have just had, like, Darby gets attacked, and then Sting could have repelled from the Raptors right then. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, but he, or needed, when... he needed the room to land is the problem here, so they had yeah. to clear everybody out so he could land safely. This or is while, just while we're waiting for Flair, while we're waiting for Flair, like you know, Flair comes uh, out and he's supposed to be coming down there to hinder him. And we know Sting's in the arena. So there's yeah. no 
no uh, sense of urgency from Flair. He's just standing, and then he starts to do the strut, and he stops, and then he just shuffles. Like, like you know what? He's, he's oh my god! Down to the ring. I just thought of something that would have made this so much better. I think. You know that last scene with the Bucks where they saw his room, and yes. they opened the door and they went in and they saw the bats hanging, and it was just a nice visual for the Nitro. Drop for anybody that remembers. So Nat, Matt and Nick do that little speech and they say, oh, how worried they are. Why don't they barricade the door so that Sting can't get out? <laughs> and make the crowd angry that they don't get yes, to Sting but for then the that time? Why Sting didn't come out right away, but then he's actually in the Raptors. And that's also a callback to a Clash of Champions where they locked, yes. locked Sting in a room. Um, I would you know, have like to that. Yeah, like at least that would have, you know, because then you would have been one. Maybe Sting isn't going to come out. The announcers could have said, oh, Sting was scheduled, but the Bucks locked him in his room. Oh, we got know? the doubt thing now with, with him yeah. and Darby, too. Okay. I can, I can dig that. No. Well, that, not Darby. Not... Like Darby, you know, Darby knows. Flair Sting locked him in the room. There you go. But Darby knows where Sting is. Like, so, yeah. you know, we don't, we don't have any doubt with Darby and Sting. Like, Darby, you know, Sting, Sting told Darby, you hang out at ringside and get your ass kicked. And don't worry, I'll show up. I locked Sting in the room so I could take on the Bucks by myself, yeah. said Flair. And then yeah. he just beat the crap out of him. No, yeah. I just, this, 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 you know what this was? This was, this was somebody in a room. If this is a writer's pitch meeting, going, wouldn't it be cool if we, we reference this? And wouldn't it be cool if we reference that? And wouldn't it be cool if we, re- and, and, and then everybody's, everybody in the room's going, yeah, that'll make people excited and people will clap and things like that. And, and it's like, yeah, but it's not making any sense for the story here, guys. <laughs> uh, I, I just, uh... I just, I'm, I don't mind the member berries. I don't. It's just, you gotta, put a little bit of thought into this other than just we're 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 referencing stuff to pop you it, it's the yeah. worst kind of scripting all right it's, sorry no let's no that's go. okay let's right. we got we got I'm 10 done. minutes no no let's let's run down this card um so i'm just gonna go off of uh, excalibur's rundown here and skip the rampage and collision stuff so um nine man scramble do we even care hobbs wins uh I would say Wardlow. For or Wardlow. Sure. No, you're right. It's Wardlow. So I'm okay. And and the reason I was going to do this is we have, I found I betting Wardlow odds. was in it. <laughs> we, we have betting odds and on the betting odds site, they have, um, they have meat madness listed as a three-way match. Okay. Wardlow, powerhouse Hobbs and Lance Archer. So, um, they, uh, the, uh, Wardlow was, is actually the favorite here at minus 2000, 20 to one. So, uh, but now that it's a nine man scrabble, who knows? It might be Jericho. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, all right. Uh, Will Hobbs and Takeshita. Who do you got? You mean Will Ospreay and Takeshita? Yes. Will, uh, too many Wills. Will Ospreay and Takeshita. Who do you got? Ospreay. That's what I'd say as well. Um, I've seen people say that Takeshita might win. And then, you know, because he may be going for the world title soon. And then Will Ospreay eventually is going to get the world title and then they can go back to this match. But no, uh, what's going to happen is, is Don Callis is going to try and interfere on behalf of Takeshita. Okay. And it's going to backfire. Yes. Will Ospreay is a 50 to one favorite. So uh, he's most likely going to win FTR against Moxley and Claudio. And I would think the winner of this is going to be in line for a tag team title match, but uh, I've got, uh, I've got FTR in this one. FTR isn't losing in Carolina. That's a good point. 
Blackpool Combat Club is actually the favorite, but it's it's almost a pick 'em. Uh, they're at minus one sixty, and FTR is at plus one twenty, so it's almost a pick 'em. I think that'd be bad business. I agree, and I think FTR is better served to to uh, challenge for the titles. I mean, they might be vacant after the main event, or if the Bucks win, then FTR Bucks. You can always go back to that. Uh, Eddie Kingston, Brian Dennison for the Continental Crown. I got Eddie. Yeah, I think uh, Brian will split Eddie over. All right. That is almost a pick him as well. Eddie is minus 150. Danielson is plus 110. I think if you're betting, uh, Eddie Kingston at minus 150 is real good odds. So if you're a degenerate like me and want to bet on wrestling, throw some money on Eddie. Uh, Tony Storm and Deanna Perrazzo for the AW world title, women's world title. In, in what Tony world right. is Deanna Perrazzo going to win this? There's no it's way. too bad, here. but she's kind of she's going back she's going to ring of honor after this i think yep set up tony uh, and, and uh mercedes yep uh oh yeah speaking of which uh hell of a build for big business eh? have they announced anything for that show no but it's two weeks after the pay-per-view so they're fine all right uh, i should also point out that um uh you and jeff or you and jeff you and garrett are going to be doing a post show maybe after, uh, if he's awake <laughs> if i'm awake oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, this is all right. Uh, but yeah, so if if you guys are both awake and if the show doesn't go six hours, yes. uh, Garrett Gonzalez and Jeff Hawkins are going to do a post show on the YouTube channel on uh, Sunday after Revolution. I would join, but it's a work night for me, and uh, it's going to be like one a.m. by the time you guys finish recording, and that's going to be one a.m. my time me. by the time we finish recording, probably. No, well, then no. that would be three a.m. my time, and then yes. I'm definitely out. Yes. Um, all right, so yeah, I mentioned yeah, Tony's a seven to one favorite. Uh, Orange Cassidy and Roderick Strong for the international title. Now, my gut says I would go with Orange Cassidy, but what do you say? God, that's a good question. I think Roddy needs it, but I don't think he wins it. He is a six to one favorite, believe it or not. Roddy, yeah, some chicanery with Wardlow or Adam Cole, and then they I they're, think, they're gonna start giving War- them the belts. I think Wardlow wins the the uh, scramble. I think Roddy wins the belt. I think, okay, yeah, uh, they're going to establish him as a big heel group. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll go and with then, that. Yeah, and I think Wardlow is going to be getting a world title match because soon. the streak doesn't matter for Orange Cassidy anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm I'm uh, good with that. Let's go with Roddy. All right, TNT title, uh, Christian and Daniel Garcia. I think I think Adam Copeland makes an appearance and accidentally spears uh, Garcia. Christian retains. Yeah, and then eventually with that leads to Edge and Christian tagging up. Possibly. Yeah. I, I after, think after we're him. gonna get my prediction is Edge and Christian against FTR for the tag belts at double or nothing. That sounds like a plan to me. Yeah. But Christian is a slight favorite. I mean not slight. He's minus two sixty. Garcia's plus one eighty. I could see Garcia winning, honestly. Um you know, like I, I, you know, and, and the edge could interfere and it could backfire, you know, but uh, yeah, I, I, uh, but, but Hopeland yeah, also a Carolina guy. So <laughs> true. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and then uh, what, what else we got? Uh, oh, the, uh, oh, the world title match, hangman, Joe and swerve. I think Joe, Joe retains. Yeah. Joe. Joe retains. Joe's a 12 to one favorite to retain swerve is plus four fifty. hangman is 20 to one. So no one expects him. I think Hangman eats the pin, and uh, and I mean it's a there's a possibility. I hope they don't try to be too clever with this, but there's a possibility that he loses on purpose. 
So just so that swerve doesn't so win. that swerve can't win. Yeah, I don't know if they would do that or how you would even do that. Boy, but... that would that would end the well. Actually, that won't end the pay per view badly because that's not going to be the last match. So we're fine with that. True. Yeah. And then what I assume is going to be in the main event: uh, Darby and Sting against Matthew and Nicholas Jackson, the Young Bucks. Now, believe it or not, well, I got to find these odds to make sure I'm right. The Young Bucks are seven to one favorites to win this. I like I can't see how you beat Sting. Like, so if you're betting on this, like I would definitely throw money on Sting and Darby at four to one to win. But you know, back when St- I've now watched two Sting retirement matches, TNA and WWE, the one with Seth, I thought was gonna be the end. Oh yeah, right. He lost both of those, I believe. Um but but neither of those were they sold as his retirement match. As no, but everybody thought well the TNA one was. Yeah, but it's TNA. I think Sting is so old school he'll want to put somebody over on the way out. And whatever he wants, Tony's gonna grant him. Yes. I think I think other- I, th- I think Tony's gonna beg him to to have the nice moment. And I think Sting's gonna say, No, that's not how you do it. And then you can get FTR against the Bucks coming yes. out after the tag title. Yeah. So you're going with the Bucks. I'm still going with Sting and Darby, and and then they just vacate the belts. I won't mind it. Yeah. I will not mind it at all. You know, I, 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 I figure then, some some WCW people will be there, like Luger, maybe Arn. Dar- Darby can pick a partner. He can go get Ar Fox to be his partner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Nick Wayne, <laughs> Copeland, Cop- and then yeah. they and then they, and that's how he gets to Chris Christian is that Ooh. they turn on Darby. Yeah, there's a possibility. I think they're this is going to go down to the wire about who's going to go over, though. I think they're going to try to convince Sting not to, and then it's going to be Sting's call. Um, you know, of, of admit, you know, I'm sure that when they do a documentary on this years from now, um, we went to the ring not even knowing who was going to win. That's <laughs> what they're going to tell us. Um, but you know what? I was just saying, you know, okay, Darby, Darby, and Sting win. Darby picks Copeland as a partner. Copeland then ends up taking Darby's belt and giving it to Christian. So Christian now has another belt that he didn't actually oh. win. Oh man, that would be funny. That'd be good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm so still that... excited for this pay-per-view, even though this, this show uh, had some issues. With I it. am too, just because I know the matches are going to be good. Um, and I'm looking forward to Sting's last match. And I'm, I'm looking doing forward a to the pre show and a post show for this thing. Oh, you are. On, yeah, so you're doing I'm, one I'm on Voices Mel. of Wrestling? No, I'm yeah. I'm with Mel on the... Uh... Oh, on the Power Bombshells. Yeah. Oh, nice. I mean, if I'm not too tired, maybe I'll join you guys, but uh, I uh, I may be too no, tired. No, I get so. it. Yeah. Uh, it depends when the show ends, honestly. Like, if it's <laughs> if it goes till midnight Eastern, then no, I'm out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's that. That's the show, and uh, we'll be back. So, yeah, big business in Boston. Two weeks. Hey, so remember when they announced that thing and uh-huh. we were talking about it and I made the, you know, big business in boss town joke. I did not realize that they had the name in the graphic. You, I think might've mentioned it. I did. I didn't see it. I noticed it yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Like the B O S S T O N in the, in the corner of the graphic. Like I, it's kind of weird that they, but they haven't announced anything for that show. They mentioned it once tonight. 
on the thing. They're not doing as hard a sell as they could, and that shocks me. No, but I mean they've sold sixty five hundred tickets, so I I would think if they announce Mercedes, they might get you know they might get ten, but I I don't know. I it's hard to say. Like I yeah, I mean I think anything over eight is a good crowd. You know for for, for that. them yes. Yeah, and and honestly, for you know, not just for them. I mean, eight thousand. Well, no, but I mean, I'm. I mean, if the, if it was SmackDown, they'd instantly sell out, or they'd get. Well, close. especially if they teased Mercedes or yes. Sasha. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. That's two weeks. Um. <laughs> next week will be the go home for that. I mean, I imagine we'll get the hard push next week. Um. For whatever's going to happen on that show, but. Uh, that's that. So, uh, Jeff, plug away. For right now, I'm at Crap Game 13 on Elon Musk's X. We'll see if I don't delete the account by the end of the week. Uh, this week, I also do a show on uh, on Voices of Wrestling called Shake Them Ropes. This week, a lot to talk about. Uh, I'll be talking a lot about Ole Anderson. I'll be talking a lot about one Mike Jones, alum of the University of Virginia. Uh, maybe even a little bit of Richard Lewis talk, too. May he rest in peace. Ice cold thoughts on the elimination chamber preview of uh, what's this called <laughs> revolution. revolution? Yeah, and uh, we'll see if Chris watched anything this week. So uh, that'll come out uh, sometime this week. I watched so much stuff this weekend. I have watched I, a lot of wrestling this week. From from Thursday on, I watched I ROH watched... and Honor Club. I watched TNA No Surrender. I watched Rampage. I watched SmackDown. Um, TNA Impact. I was doing uh, a sting deep dive, so I watched like Beach Blast oh, in '92 with. Kevin I watched Jack. Bianca and Sasha from WrestleMania a couple yeah. of years ago. That was good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I don't have anything else to plug other than this show. That's all I'm doing right now. So tune in next week. I'll be back hopefully if I don't get fired. Um. So <laughs> for Jeff, I've been Paul, and this is being the Dynamite Show. I'll do better next week. Later promise when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer mail checks invoices documents and everything you need to keep your business running get rates up to 89 percent off usps and ups and with the mobile app you can take care of mailing on the go make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with stamps.com sign up at stamps.com with code program for a special offer that's stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.